So I was happy it rained today because that kind of kept the evil love bugs away. Well, sort of. I mean, yes. It it decreased it significantly. Yes. They they were still around, but I kind of remember them early in the day and not after the rain. So so it probably did work. A couple of days ago, they were pretty, really pretty bad. Yeah. So for those who don't know, in Florida. Those who are not Florida. In Florida, Florida we have... We have these things called love bugs, which are, they're these like tiny little gnats and, well, not gnats, they're love bugs. A little bit bigger than gnats. They're their own thing, I guess. They're like this around the size of a lightning bug, but they're not cool. They don't glow like lightning (laughs) bugs. And they swarm. Yeah. They're they're like everywhere, particularly when it's like their mating season. They call it love bug season and they're, they're like they're everywhere and they like attract themselves particularly to like white cars I've noticed and Which they, they're black bugs so a, a yes. black bug on a white car it's kind of very noticeable I don't know if they're like attracted to the light or or what but I have no idea but anyway yeah so uh, particularly if you drive a white car or really any car they can still like because then when they smash they smear and it's really nasty yeah, yeah. so yeah they they call them love bugs because they they uh, fly together in pairs. So if you see them flying around, you usually see two of them flying around. And when you're on the highway driving, um, I remember I, it was a day where it was like a particularly large swarm of them about. I was on the highway and all of a sudden it's like splat, 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 splat. <sighs> It's like if you were driving through rain, but it's bugs. Oh, that is so nasty. And the problem with these bugs is that their um, innards, if you will, are extremely acidic. Their guts. So, yeah. So when it gets on your car, it can actually start to ruin your paint. So if you get a bunch of love bugs on your car, you need to, you know, get it off pretty quickly because it's going to start to eat away at the paint. And on your windshield, if you try to turn your windshield wipers on, there's a chance that you're going to smear it and make your vision worse. Although I've had a couple of successful things where I turn on like the windshield washer fluid and and then they just kind of go bleh and then you just wipe them off. They don't quite die that way. But Yeah. Yeah, I I, know. It depends on how much is on there. Um, But for me, usually if if I can still see, I kind of just don't put on my windshield wipers and and I just wait till I can get over to like a gas station. Really bad. Fortunate. Oh. I would say it's really bad. I've had a couple of times where I'm trying to get in my car and there's a swarm near my door and you close the door and two or three get in there. Yeah. And you're like, I, I, I've actually closed a few in the door a couple of times. <laughs> like, oh, nope. No. <laughs> That's the end of you guys, I guess. Oh, man. No, yeah. but um, I've had, fortunately, I haven't really had any stick to the, the windshield, but I have had them stick to the side of the car. And particularly, like, when I stop, they'll stick. And then as I accelerate, they'll just hang on for actually quite dear a bit. Dear life. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, for dear life. Like, they they actually stay on pretty well, which is kind of interesting and also kind of creepy because now there's this, there's this bug yeah. stuck to the outside of your window. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thankfully, you-, you know, when it's really heavy, it only lasts for at most a week usually. Yeah, so we're probably coming to the end of it. Yeah, it doesn't last very long. It's a short, short-lived season, thankfully. If you don't live in Florida and you've never experienced them, be glad. Yes, <laughs> they're, they're yeah. very glad. I, I had one. I was walking in it, like 
attacked my ear. I don't want to say attacked, but like it just hit me in the ear, and it was it was ugh. it was a ugh feeling. Yeah, it's really it's gross. It really is. So I have to ask: Do they have like a season twice a year, or are they only once a year? They, I think they can have a season up to three times a year. Oh, so no. last year. They didn't really have a big season in May, but they came back around in like September. So it's like, I think it's like Do May, September. Love bug season in September. <laughs> <laughs> Mess um, up your car today. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> not. I hate these little bugs. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Just making up as I go. Disco parodies with Matthew. <laughs> um, so they can have seasons like in May, September, and then December. So Got you. Okay. I was going to say, I kind of remember them in the fall sometime, but I might yeah. be confusing fall with sometime in December. And I don't know what makes it a worse season or not. I know the very first season or very first year we were here, it was a bad season for them to where we were like, what? Yeah. Where? What? Where did we move what? to? Like, what, <laughs> what is, is this place? What in the world is this? Like, is this what, you know, the plague of locusts was like? I mean, yeah. Anyone who should, yeah. It, it uh, feels like that. At least I, I get an idea for what some of those plagues were mm-hmm. like when you yeah. go into a swarm of little bugs. The funny yeah. thing was, is we had some friends that moved down after uh, that, and we we were trying to tell them and prepare them for love bug season. And then the next year, it was like hardly any. And I'm like, we look like a fool. <laughs> you know? I pitied a fool. No, but then I think they've experienced it since. Yeah, then. since yeah, then. But, but but yeah, well, it was like it's kind of it's interesting. Not the same every year. It's interesting because this week I think I've noticed them more than I have in a long time. Like, yeah, I don't. There's really been a couple of really mild seasons of them. I think where, mm-hmm. yeah. yes, they may have been around once or twice, but not, yeah. not like a huge season. Yeah, I didn't really like. Thinking back a couple like past couple of years, I don't think I've really noticed them that much. But this year, for some reason, it's like hi. Mm-hmm. You're like no. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we'll make it. We'll Hashtag make Florida it. life. Right. Yes. <laughs> the the things people forget about sunshine, Florida. the beaches, love bugs, <laughs> alligators, alligators. Of course, people don't really forget the alligators. I don't think no. they just no. yeah. Which I don't know. I haven't seen an alligator too much recently. I have oh. seen a lot of turtles, though, mm. which is interesting. And I, I hadn't seen a whole lot recently before then. But I've I've seen several like crossing the road. I saw someone helping, like protecting one, trying to get out of the road. I've seen yeah. like crossing the road a couple couple of times. And that and rabbits. I think one place I went to recently, I saw like a bunch of rabbits around like a particular oh, wow. house. I think. Nice. Yes. No, I've seen I've seen the alligators in the um those reserves like the pond reserves. Oh, yeah. I've seen See, them up on okay. the banks there. The thing is, I've always had a hard time spotting them. Everyone's like, "Oh, there's alligator right there." I'm like. I'm looking right. You're pointing, and I I see nothing. I don't okay. know. Like I've seen a few that sun themselves. But yeah. In the water, I don't see them. It's harder for me to see them, and I don't know why. And yeah. I'm like you, Matthew, where like other people are like, "Oh yeah, there they are." I'm like. Where I just see water. <laughs> or maybe I see a floating Floats log. Oh, wait. River, like a log that is like the this. No. Yeah. He's got little beady eyes know. and sharp teeth. But speaking of turtles, though, don't they have a season around this time, too? Or like the, or maybe the sea turtles do? I, I don't know. There is sea turtle there. season, which is, 
I think it starts May thirty yeah, first. May through October. May thirty first or May, no May first to October thirty first, something like that. It's when they they uh they bury their they lay their eggs on the the beach and they put a protection unit so that way you don't trample on the nests mm-hmm. and you can't use lights on the beach at all. Yeah, because mm-hmm. except ba- for like special ones. I think. Yeah, because the baby turtles think it's the moon and they go the wrong way and sometimes it doesn't end well. So they yeah. try to protect the turtles. Yep. I think even like if you have like a house on the beach, they like they'll still mark it and you can't do mm-hmm. anything even though it's in mm-hmm. front of your house. Yeah. So. so there's a there's a review of <laughs> Animal Seasons and Florida. Animal Seasons in Florida. So the main I can't think of any other major ones. Yeah. I'll have to Google it. No. <laughs> no. And so speaking of seasons, I'm hoping that we're kind of wrapping up this strange season of dealing with I'm really COVID hoping that craziness. Deal. Yeah, I I definitely think so. So we're Start. we are kind of our so Florida, they're there's they've already started opening things back up, mm-hmm. going through the phases. Um I had heard I didn't hear from I didn't hear officially but I had heard somebody say Officially, that unofficially. the gyms are supposed to now open. I know the really? the salons and cool, yeah. nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of ready for a pedicure. I have to say, mm, no, <laughs> I never got pedicures and no, probably it, still won't get one. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll pass. But it'll you, change your life. But it'll be good for you. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Yes, it's on the it's on the, the list for next week. For me, the gym. I wasn't really going that much before this hit, even though I wanted to. And it was like, okay, I really need to like start committing and going to the gym. And then it was like, hey, gyms are closed. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to try to to start going to the gym more regularly mm. when when they open. I kind of want to wait and find out like what their policies are going to be on like cleaning stuff and all that. Well, I mean, at my local gym bef- before they had policies where you're supposed to clean mm-hmm. it after yourself people usually don't but i know <laughs> but i, I, I thought do. you were supposed to that's why they I have do. like the yes. the spray bottle mm-hmm. stuff uh-huh so you're supposed no. to but you know how many times this is these sweaty guys getting on these <laughs> machines and then you know and walking away and never looking back i'm like Ooh. reasons not to go to the gym <laughs> well no no, just reasons to clean your to machine clean. before and after. And yeah, after. Which I guess I never, I never cleaned it before, but I always cleaned it after. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll have like six feet, like they'll have treadmills that are like you can't use, but you know you can mm. use other ones. So there's Prob- probably six feet actually, apart. Yeah. I don't know. It might be. I guess with salons open, I'll probably have to get a haircut sometime soon. I guess too. I'm kind of getting a little poofy. I think. Yeah. But you're gonna have to make appointments. I think most of them you have yeah, to make appointments now ahead of time. Appointments. You can't just show up and say, "Oh, here I am." Yeah. I don't maybe, know. maybe I'll wait till after the appointments. That way I can just like walk in. Yeah. An appointment feels like too much work for me for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But for our church, um, we're let's say we we're starting to gear up for some some long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, events, Chris- yeah, Christmas we, stuff. We resumed some of our um, 
other fellowships. So the well uh-huh. we've talked about on the podcast before yes. is our uh, young adults group. And so we had, hadn't met since, I guess we just March? skipped we April. We skipped April, yeah. Because we, March, we weren't really sure what was going on. So yeah. I think we still we still met for March. Yes, because it was, it was, it was just, kind of up in it the air. It was just the week starting. after, I think, that it they was started like, closing stuff down. It was like that Monday, because it meets mm-hmm. on Friday, and it was like the following Monday where everything was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just skipped April, and we, we met um, for the month of May. But we did something different. We hung outside, you know, to kind of give us more like space and mm-hmm. and um it's a small group that meets anyway, so we were within that, you know, small numbers. I don't think we ever went over ten. Mm Which I at think at a time, no. Some yeah, I don't know. In I have, some places mm-hmm. I have to think about it. But yeah, it, no, was, the thing. it was fun except for the mosquitoes. And that the was the only and thing. The moths. And the moths. Yeah. Yes. They kept trying to yeah. attack me. I'm not yes. like one who usually does bug spray, but this time I like I I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use bug spray. Yeah. And I still ended up getting bit. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know if I got bit before the bug spray or after, but Yeah. It's like I had bug yes. spray, but <laughs> I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or, excuse me, but I still got bit. <laughs> yeah. Still, I was fine, but I just got bit. <laughs> yeah, it was nice because we've had some really nice evenings mm-hmm. recently, and so it was nice to be outside. But, yeah, I think the bugs were the only issue. And then also it's like once it's late at night and you're trying to clean everything up, it's like yeah. wet all outside. The, all the moisture, yeah. Yeah. Because we brought some, like, hanging lights that yeah. uh, we could use but problem is is eventually you have to put those away too so yeah. right, <laughs> so when you right. turn those off mm-hmm. it suddenly becomes dark very so. yeah mm-hmm. but that was fun i think we're gonna look at in the next month or so seeing if we can maybe restart um the youth again mm. hopefully yeah. it's kind of nice following the lord on that you know on the right, right. timing so yeah definitely it's kind of nice. Sunday seemed a lot more full than it had been in, in, in. I guess April would have been. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more people who felt comfortable were able coming. To. Yeah. So and that was, that was really nice. Yeah, You're we're like, oh, doing. Yeah. You know, we're doing yeah. what what you know, the guidelines have set forth. We're following mm-hmm. those yeah. things. You know, making sure that we're all spread out. You know, within the building, and so it's been awesome and. And then the other thing I'm looking forward to coming up with the church is uh, at Christmas, we're planning on doing a, a light display mm-hmm. um, at the, the building where we meet and doing like these uh, cutouts that explain uh, the life of Jesus. So we're going to have to pretty soon start actually working on those so that we're mm-hmm. ready come Christmas. So come Christmas time. It seems early to be thinking about Christmas, but, uh, it's never too late to think about Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. If so, anyone knows me, I'm the stickler for Christmas stuff, but this is different. Yeah. This is different. This is okay. And, um, so that's going to be fun. And that's cool because no matter what's going on, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that, you know, we're starting to get back to normal, you know, mm-hmm. by this summer, but, yeah. Even if they're still trying to tell us, oh, no, you know, you need to 
you know, not gather. It's going to be a drive-through experience, so people can still come and see it, and they'll want to come see something, you know, at Christmas time. Mm-hmm, so. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. Um, we'll be getting to, and it'll be fun uh, project to work together as a church too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it. The cool thing about those things, it pulls together, you know, different people's talents and yeah. things. So, um, and sometimes you end up interacting with people that maybe you didn't interact with, mm-hmm. you know, on a regular basis. Like for me, my uh, my art skills are not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> Stick figures I can do. I can do a little bit of drawing beyond that, but you know, yeah. but other I people think I can do stick figures. <laughs> well, and I think it uh, dep- kind of depends. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna do like a projector. So some. Oh yeah, yeah. We have a couple yeah. people, a uh, couple artists in the church, and mm-hmm. so they're they're gonna draw up some things, and then we'll put them on a projector, and then you can trace it. Yeah. In a larger scale, and then paint, and then it's paint by number, and that I can do. I can yes. handle paint by number. I don't know. Are we doing that? Because we're doing lights, Zero something three, like right? that. Yeah, yeah but so we're doing cutouts that have lights paintings on them. on them as well. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I guess I, I guess cool. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know what we're doing all the way yeah, yet. <laughs> I know. We're just getting rolling with it. I know. So. Dad. Dad's got. He's got some some people helping him, and they're they're coming up with plans so well, that's nice i'm not which is funny because lots of times we're usually on planning phase mm-hmm. of things uh-huh. but yeah we're i'm kind actually of, kind of out of the loop on yeah, this one relatively so i think i'm gonna be more of a, a ground worker which is fun i, I like yes. that it'll be nice so, looking, forward, yeah. looking forward to it yeah for sure i don't have to be on the planning of everything yes. in fact and then one nice you know one last <laughs> other thing to have a break Ministry-wise for me this week is I also got to be on our friend uh, Anthony's oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if we mentioned... Do we mention I, that I don't Nathan think we mentioned that on Nathan it? was uh, on... I don't no, know. I we mentioned we you were going to. I don't think we mentioned when it came out. But. Okay. Yeah. So I was on Anthony's podcast <laughs> like a it's couple weeks ago. The, the Movement of God. Yes. Yeah. The Movement of God, of God podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Emily's coming up. Yeah, I think I'm. I think mine might be next week that it's releasing. Gotcha. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. So, and if you've missed it before, so um, he's a friend of ours that goes to our church. He started a podcast called The Movement of God, and his uh, goal with that is just to talk with uh, believers in you know various. walks of life who, you know, just to find their background story of how they came to know Jesus, what they're doing for Jesus now, and, you know, what are things that they have um, in their heart to do for the Lord in the future? You know, where mm-hmm. are you going? So, uh, so I'm the, the third, the third PK third from PK. the podcast that got to be interviewed. So it was fun. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah, because good conversation. I think I was in the other room when you're recording, so I didn't. Yeah. Hear anything at all? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So. It'll be fun. No. So, um, for this week, I just had on my heart to talk about um your self image. And that's something that you know I think I think everybody struggles with on some level, um throughout their life you know usually it's really hard when you're a teenager 
your, you know, your self-esteem and how, you know, you feel about yourself, you know, you're, you're, you know, growing and, you know, there's different expectations of you. And especially during your teenage years, you're kind of like forming your own identity of who you are. And that is involved in even just how you carry yourself and uh, the clothes you wear and, you know, all these different things. And so, um, you know, for me as a teenager, even though there were things where like, oh, you know, maybe I wish I weighed a little bit less or wish I was a little bit prettier or these different things wasn't a big struggle for me. It was weird is like, it was almost like it was a bigger struggle for me, um, later, you know, in my adult years, Mm -hmm. which is, and, and that's something that I've started to realize too. It's like, just because you're like, Oh, I've never struggled with this temptation or this challenge. Don't, you know, don't let your guard down. Don't let your guard down. There's mm-hmm. a verse that talks about he who thinks he stands, like, take heed lest, lest he, he fall. fall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember where that is off the top of my head. Yeah. It's pretty much the exact quote, but I don't remember where. Yeah. And um, I think it's Corinthians, I want to say. I think so. And but I, yeah, that sounds about right. I, um, and I never had it in like a prideful standpoint, but it's just like, there's sometimes don't think you're like in the clear, like, Oh yeah, that's never been important to me. And then all of a sudden you're like worrying about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I had, uh, several years ago had it where I was just feeling like down about myself, about how I looked and just kind of feel like, Ugh, you know, and the Lord dealt with me to read, um, Psalm 139 verse 14 over myself. Um, it says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. I love this whole Psalm, by the way, it's one of my favorite Psalms. Um, you know, there are times when I was just kind of feeling low in life. This Psalm really was a comfort to me because it talks about how the Lord knows us and no matter where we are you know he still sees us he's still there with us but yeah mm-hmm. so for a while i was saying the scripture you know over myself and it made a difference you know but i kind of stopped doing it and i went through a time where then all of a sudden i again i was having just like insecurities about my physical appearance and you know, you know, in the New Testament, it talks about how our, you know, in First Peter, um, it talks about how, you know, our, you know, for women, our beauty isn't supposed to come from, you know, our outward appearance, but from, you know, a heart that is pure towards God. But I was just having this, these feelings of like, oh, you know, I don't look good. I'm ugly. I'm too overweight. I'm this, I'm that. And I remember one day I had tried on stuff and a bunch of my clothes didn't fit because I had put on a little bit of weight and I was looking in the mirror and I was just like, ugh, you're so gross. You're ugly. Like how could, you know, you can't even fit in your clothes. And I don't know if you've ever been in a service where somebody had like prophecy of spirit of prophecy come over them to encourage people, you know, where, where they're um, just saying, you know, God is with you, you know, you know, you are loved by him and it's just encouraging and uplifting. 
it was like the complete opposite happening in me where I was like, uh, ugh, uh-huh. you know, and just, I was like si- saying things to myself inwardly. Which is, which is from the enemy. Yeah, it's from the enemy. It was like the complete opposite. And I was saying things to myself that I would never even think about somebody else. I would never look at somebody and be like, ugh, you're gross. You know, I mean, I... I never would have done that, you know, but for whatever reason, sometimes we think that it's okay to do that towards ourselves. Mm, Like, well, you know, I would never, you know, make fun of somebody else's fault to them, but I can be hard on myself. You know, I can say bad things to myself. I wouldn't call somebody else ugly, but I'm allowed to call myself ugly because it's my body. And, um, and and it's me, so I'm allowed to do it. But anyway, I was just, I was like having all these thoughts and I was like, yeah, that's terrible. You're ugly. And you know, who, who would ever want to, you know, be with you? Cause you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was bad. And finally the Lord, I felt the Lord be like, stop it. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> very uh-huh. strong. And he reminded me of this verse. And then I, he impressed on my heart. He's like, you look in the mirror and you say this verse and so I was like, I'll praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, I was like half-heartedly saying right. it. And I felt like the Lord was like, say it again. You know, and I kept, he kept having me say it until I finally believed it. Like, yes, I am mm-hmm. God's creation. And I felt him impressed on my heart that just as I would not look at anybody else and go, ugh, you know, you look terrible because I would go, Oh, they're God's creation. They're beautiful to him. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even think that about them. The Lord's like, it's not okay for you to think that way about yourself. You're not any less valuable because you're you. Right. You know, right. I am still God's creation. And just like it would be wrong for me to say something rude to one of you guys, it's wrong for me to say that about myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just wanted to share that because I think that that's something that I'm not the only person maybe that's had that kind of thing happen to them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I know for me, I not, you know, as much had, you know, things with, you know, what it looked like though. There's, you know, been times where I've looked at it, but you know, for me, a lot of times I've had things where, you know, I've failed where it's things where it's like, oh man, I could have done better with that. You know, it's like, oh, I want to do this. I want to, you know, tell this person about the Lord. I want to tell them this or that. And it was like, you know, and I failed in this area or that area, or maybe I got angry about something. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, you know, all of a sudden you start grumbling at myself. Like, how could you, you know better than that. You've been, you know, you've been saved for how long and you're still doing this kind of thing. How long have you been, you know, you can't tell this person about the Lord. How, you know, how long have you known them? How long, you know, do you, are you sure that you, you know, really believe her? Yada, 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 yada. All yeah. those kinds of things. You want to beat yourself up. And it's like, no, you can't, you know, you said you're fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves you even when you fall short. I think of, I'm trying to remember, um, Paul talked about uh, where, I believe it's in uh, second. Corinthians, I think it is, where he talks about um, the the thorn in the flesh um, that he asked the Lord to to um, pull from him, and it was um, one of the things. What the Lord told Paul 
was uh, my grace is sufficient for you in weakness, I believe. Let's see if I can find it. Second Corinthians 12. Second Corinthians 12. Uh, I'm going to flip to it here. Wait for it. Wait for it. And, okay, here it is. Yes, um, it, 1 Corinthians uh, 12, um, so sorry, 8, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Uh, so it was like, even when we are weak, that's when God shows himself strong, even though we can't go. So it's like, I can't look down on myself because I've failed. I just need to trust God that the next time, if I trust him, he'll take care of me and I'll be able to do it. Yeah. Well, and that's not to say, like, I'm reminded of um, Romans 12. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but it's a scripture that says, you know, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you should think bad of yourself. Right. Right. You know, that it, it that's more highly than you ought. There's a certain level. Yeah. Not to right. be prideful, not to, you know, say, oh, I've got all this. I don't need God. Obviously not. You know, that's more highly than you ought mm-hmm. in that sense, you know. Um, but to understand that there's a certain level. I mean, God, you know, when he created the world, he spoke light into existence he spoke the world into existence he even spoke about mankind let's create man in our image we didn't stop there he took time to form man you know with his hands he took Mm -hmm. time to create man he he put a special level of effort into it because he loves us right right i always thought that was interesting i think that is how it words it in genesis it's like oh god you know said let's do this and it was so but man it specifically says right it doesn't say and i don't know if he did any forming with you know specifically with the um other things but you know he he spoke Mm -hmm. and he even spoke he said let's make man in our image but he took time to form man he took time to form adam and when it came time to make eve he took a rib from adam and he took time to form eve you know he didn't just you know and i'm not saying that he didn't you know take time with when he spoke the world into existence but he took it he took an extra level of care yeah because that's how much he loves mankind and we see it again in sending jesus mm-hmm. to die for us because we messed up and we are separating ourselves from him yeah he made sure he sent his son to die for us so that way we could live eternally with him that's how much he cares about us and we as believers we hear that all the time because that's the very foundation of our faith of what jesus did for us and it's important to not let that become old pat of like Mm -hmm. you know just like okay yeah i've heard that and i know that and just kind of breeze it by no that's a very significant thing right you know that he did for us to just remind yourself that's yes that's how much he loves you that he sent his son to die for you exactly you know we hear it all the time but it's it's still true yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And just like uh, the, the scripture I'm thinking of is in, it's Romans 12, 3. Uh, it says, for I say through the grace given to me, uh, to everyone who is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So obviously you don't want to think more highly of yourself, but um, there's a scripture also in Romans. Uh, this is Romans 5. Uh, verse 8 says, But God demonstrated his own love toward us, 
and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God still loves us even when we have mistakes. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not... So if God loves us with our mistakes, then we should... I'm not sure if love ourselves is the right word I'm looking for, but we should, you know, we shouldn't think down on ourselves just because we have mistakes. God still was able to transcend the mistakes. Yeah. And and he still loved us. And that's why he sent Jesus. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to realize that we are holy. And that's whole as in W-H-O-L-E, whole, you know, holy and important to God. Because, um, we focus so much on the spiritual side of things, which is important. You know, the most important thing is making sure, you know, your eternal destination is set, you know, with God. Right. So it is important, but we can't forget that we are a three part being where, you know, body, spirit, soul, and our body is actually still important to God. And the way Mm -hmm. we perceive our body is important to God. And like I said, sometimes we get this double standard of, well, I can be harder on myself. And I like what you're talking about where God loves us in the midst of our mistakes. So then if we decide, well, I'm going to, you know, be harder on myself, you know, then God's hard on us. You know, you're almost right trying to replace God. It's like a self-righteousness of you think you're doing something that's so good, you know, but, you know, it doesn't make you, I'm making myself more righteous by being harder on myself. Well, God is the ultimate righteousness. He is righteousness. He's the standard by which righteousness exists. If God still loves you in the midst of that mistake, what right do you have Right. To hold it against yourself. And I think sometimes people get into that ditch on that side just in an effort not to um, be like willy-nilly about sin. Because there are people that are on, on the other side. Right. That they're like, oh, well, God loves me in all my mistakes, so, so I'm, gonna I'm not going to work on my mistakes, you know. <laughs> right. Who and, cares? And that's not, you know, that's not the case. We're not, it's, it's not a freedom to do whatever you want. It's a, it's a freedom that it humbles you and makes you go, Oh, okay. If God loves me in the midst of my mistakes, like I don't want to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just recognizing that God is bigger than my mistakes. And I, you know, I like this verse in, uh, first Corinthians six, it's 19 and 20. It says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own. For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So that thought of, well, it's my body, whatever, you know, I can say or think or whatever about it, whatever I want or do whatever I want is not true because when we accept Jesus, we belong again, wholly to him and we are to be holy h-o-l-y set up which means set apart for him Mm -hmm. and so that means to me that says that verse means not only is our spirit important to the lord but our body is important to him and if you think about the reality of that is now you know he doesn't dwell in a temple made by 
you know, men's hands, but he, he, he dwells in, us, in us. So if our body is the temple of the, of the Holy Spirit, it's the Lord's temple, you know, why would we treat ourselves badly? Why would we speak bad things? Nobody would say bad things about the temple in Jerusalem. You know, that would be right. considered blasphemy if you were to, to mm-hmm. say nasty things about the temple of God. So, right. That means for ourselves and for other believers, we shouldn't be speaking nasty things about our temples. And when we begin to realize that, again, it shouldn't be a prideful thing. It should really be humbling that the Lord of all creation would choose you to be his temple. You know, it's not like, "Mm, I'm a temple. It's, whoa, you know, God. Right. Of all the places he could have chosen. He chose to live in me. me. Yeah, Yeah. on purpose. Yeah. I mean, he had a temple he could have lived in. He still, even after Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't have to tear the veil. You know, he could have stayed in temple and been like, yeah, I'm I'm fine, I'm happy, but (laughs) he chose to live in us instead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, no matter who you are, you can, you know, have these feelings of, trying to perfect your your outer self image but you know what is said in the new testament is true when you you know your beauty doesn't come from who you are on the outside it's who you are on the inside and i've found in times when you know i've seen people who have like lived a hard lifestyle and it was hard on their body but then they came to know jesus and they got into the word and it actually changed their appearance. You know, when you take time mm-hmm. to feed your spirit through reading the word and spending time with God, it actually does change the things that you, you know, it, it changes things on the outside and it, and you know, and things maybe that you have like habits or whatever that maybe are not good for you physically actually start to change because you're spending time with the Lord. Makes me think of, um, I believe it's Jesus who said it, who said, um, talking about the words that he speak, he said, they're life to those that find it in health to all their flesh. Um, it's in Proverbs. It's Proverbs. Is that Proverbs? I thought yeah, Proverbs, it's four. Proverbs. Proverbs 4. Could be good. But, um, so I didn't remember exactly where it was. I thought Proverbs sort of sounded familiar. I thought it was either Proverbs or something that Jesus said. Yeah, for, uh, well, it starts in verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Yeah. So there, it says that uh, that when you, his word is health to your flesh, it actually will change who you are mm-hmm. when you're reading his, his word yeah. being inside yeah. of you. Yeah. So, yeah. and I, and I think too, sometimes, um, you know, for pastors, children and pastors, you know, any, anyone who is in the ministry and especially when you're in a ministry that requires you to be in front of people, you can sometimes, sometimes there can be pressure being seen all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that's pressure that you 
put on yourself. It's not actually really expected of you. You know, we kind of talked about that last week with mom, where there's sometimes mm-hmm. expectations yeah. that yeah. you feel that actually you put on yourself. It isn't something that's actually put on you, you know, right. by others. It's just a, a self-perceived expe- expectation. But, um, you know, when you truly understand who you are and whose you are, you know, it, it, it changes that and you don't get distracted by what the world says is important when Mm -hmm. you're talking about self image. Right. For sure. Yeah. So I did have one last verse in, uh, in relation to this that I really like. Um, it's in Isaiah. It's 40, uh, chapter 43 and it's verse one. It says, but now this is the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. So there it is, formed. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And I love that because it talks about how he has formed us and he has called each of us by name. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are yeah, those are some of my favorite verses that, you know, help me if I'm feeling like, oh, you know, starting to have like a negative self-image. It's like, wait a minute. I, you know, I belong to God. My body is his temple and I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm I'm a marvelous work. (laughs) Marvelous work. Yeah. Just to maybe think one one other scripture while we're thinking about it. It's a good scripture that, um, I've been talking about God's love. I may have mentioned it on the podcast before, but um, it's a it's a good scripture to read, building your faith. As far as because you know, if you know that God loves you, that will help change your self image. If you if you know it and you believe it, and so in First John four sixteen it says this, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And even uh, verse 17, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Um, I'll just continue reading for a little bit. Um, For there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear is torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. So mainly was verse 16, it says we have known and we have believed. And that's a good verse to, to read over for yourself that I know his love and I believe mm-hmm. that he has a love to me. God is love. Um, and personalizing it saying I dwell in love and therefore I dwell in God and God dwells in me. Yeah. And a little bit of spoiler alert. I kind of talked a little bit with Anthony on his podcast about understanding, you know, the love of God for you. And if you have always grown up in church, you can sometimes make the mistake of allowing the love of God to be a common thing. And you can believe it, but not totally receive it for yourself. Mm. And I would, I kind of experienced that where I absolutely believed that God loved everybody, but maybe not me as much. <laughs> which is right. weird. I, you know, I could have met somebody who had the darkest past and I would have with absolute confidence said, yeah, God loves you. He doesn't care what you've done. But then for me, because I would be like, well, I knew better, you know, I've always known the love of God. 
So my mistakes, you know, are more severe because I knew better. Maybe, yeah, God loves me, but that's just because he loves everybody. I don't know how to describe uh, it. It was kinda, like, right. I kind of goes back, kind of goes back to you being harder on yourself than yeah. you would be on uh-huh. other people. Like, exactly. you know, like in other people. Okay. Well, sure. But, but you know, yeah. me, what about me? me? You yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and I just had, you know, a time where God reached out to me cause I was praying and believing God's love over other people. And God took a moment. He's like, but I love you that way. And I'm like, well, yeah, thank you. But I need to focus on loving other people. And it was like, the Lord was like, no, you need to receive this for yourself. And the thing is, is actually once I received God's love for myself, I had even more confidence about how God loved other people. Because sometimes we're like, oh, I'm being selfish because I, you know, I'm thinking about, oh, God loves me. But it's not being selfish. It's having a, a personal experience of God's love. And when you have that, then you're like, well, you know, I can truly say with confidence now, even more so that God loves you because mm-hmm. he loves me. So he, right. I know he loves you. And, right. you know, it, it's something that it's important to have that for yourself and not to let, you know, growing up in church and always hearing about, yes, Jesus loves me, but really truly grasping that. So I love that verse. Like I have known mm-hmm. and I have believed and that's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Alrighty. Well, shall we close in prayer? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for everyone here who is listening, Father. And uh, Father, I ask that you would um, reveal to them, Lord, how much you love them, Father, this week. That you would remind them that that you love them even through all of their mistakes, Lord. Maybe they think that they've made too many mistakes, you know, that, 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 you know, maybe you love other people, but, but not them because their mistakes are too great. Father, Lord, I ask that you would just show them your love this week, Lord, and, and remind them how much that you love them, Lord, that, that if they were the one sheep, Lord, that you would go and find them, Father, that, that you love them that way, Father. And, uh, I ask you for it, Father, and I ask that you'd help everyone have a, a good, safe week. And, uh, Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. Yes. And and know that you are important to God and you're important to us as Mm -hmm. well. You know, you're you're why you're why we do what we do. You know. We wanna reach out and make sure that, you know, you don't feel like you're alone. Um Bible talks about sharing one another's burdens. And I think the the purpose of that is so that nobody feels like, Oh, I'm the only one going through this. You know, I can't think of the yeah. scripture off the, t- the, the reference off the top of my head, but there's a verse where it's, uh, it says no temptation has befallen you except what is common to man. I think it's I in first, first Corinthians, Corinthians. four, I believe. Mm. I'm going to nice. double check that, but I believe Kind of funny. Speaking mm, of First Corinthians thirteen, it's Sorry. ten verse ten, 13. ten thirteen. Yeah. Yes. Oh really? Yes. I was clo- I was wrong yeah. on the verse, but I was right on the chapter. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. It is right there. It's funny because I was actually going to bring it up. The scripture you were talking before, wherefore anyone 
uh, thinks that he stands, let him take heed lest he fall. That's mm-hmm. also in First Part Corinthians 10. Yeah. It's 10 verse oh. 12. So yeah. it's literally oh, yeah. the verse there right before the one we're talking about. <laughs> there so. you go. There we are. Yeah. So, but anyway, but anyway, we just, you know, love you guys. Love mm-hmm. for you guys to leave us comments, questions. Yeah. yeah. Send us if, emails. If you want like to email. If you want to email us and ask us a question or something, uh, you can always reach us at 3PKS at iabound.org. That's number 3PKS at iabound.org. And yeah. uh, we can answer your questions or... Um, you could just send us, you know, some kind of comment. Yeah. yeah. If you need, you know, want to reach out to someone to, you know, if, if you're feeling alone and you reach out to someone, you can do that there. Mm-hmm. Messages on Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. Uh, YouTube. Is, I, I don't know if you can do messages on YouTube. I don't think you can. Yeah. We're, we're paying a sure. little bit closer attention to our Facebook yeah. Yeah. page than we do um YouTube, but we do check YouTube yeah. every so often. But yeah, yeah, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I th- that's yep. not the usual order I say it in, but I think I got them all. It's throwing me off because if it's the usual order, <laughs> I know I got them all. But since it's a different order, it's throwing me off. But I think yes. it's I think yeah. Anyway, yeah. you said iTunes, right? Yes, iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So until next time, if you live in Florida, keep your mouth closed while you walk. <laughs> and especially at if least you, until love bug season's over. <laughs> and especially if you're riding a motorcycle. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Ooh. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Come to think of it, I haven't seen a lot of people on motorcycles recently. Now you probably know why. Now I know why. All right. Until next time. And with that, avoid the love bugs. Yes.